So was there a situation or experience that started you on the journey to creating income outside the church through your own business or side hustle? And how can you harness the power of this defining moment experience into your long-term success? We'll talk about that in this episode of the More Than a Pastor Show. Let's get started. Hello, my friend. Welcome to the More Than a Pastor Show. I'm your host, Rich Avery. This is where we help pastors leverage your ministry know-how into sustainable income outside the church through a business or a side hustle that's right for you so you can serve God and provide for your family no matter what. Hey, if you're a pastor who feels called to something more in your life, work, and income, you are in the right place. It's so great to see you today. Thanks for joining me. It really means a lot. If you're new to the show, you can learn more about me get the show notes for today's episode, and download some tools and resources to help you launch and grow your business or side hustle over at morethanapastor.com slash 32 for episode 32. So was there a defining moment, situation, or experience that started you on the journey to creating income outside the church through your own business or side hustle? Or if you're not familiar with the term defining moment, You might be saying, Rich, tell me what it is, and then I'll let you know if I've had one or not. Well, a defining moment has been described as a point in your life when you've been urged to make a pivotal decision or when you experience something that fundamentally changes you. These moments often come to define us, and they can shape our perceptions or our mindset or worldview and our behaviors or our actions. Life looks one way, and then something happens, and now we see life from a totally different perspective. Defining moments can be positive or negative, and they can be something that's internal or external. A defining moment can be something like an encounter with God, a decision to follow Christ, accepting our call to vocational ministry, a health scare, an injustice or wrong in the world. An accident or near-death experience, the loss of a spouse, child, or parent, the loss of a job, or September 11th, something, some big event like that, which we commemorated a few days ago, or COVID lockdowns that we've experienced in the last couple of years. And defining moments can be seemingly smaller, though no less significant things, like a conversation a frustration or discontent with a situation, or a realization that we're not satisfied with where we're at right now in our life, and we have a desire for something more. Of course, the Bible gives us dozens of of examples of people who experienced defining moments. Think about Adam and Eve, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, Moses, Esther, Ruth, Samuel, David, Isaiah, Elijah, and Elisha, the disciples, the Apostle Paul. These are just a few of the biggies that are uh, recorded for us in the Bible, and there are so many more. I'm sure you've had a defining moment in your life that led to your decision to follow Christ and to accept your call to vocational ministry. But I wonder, is there a defining moment that is birthed within you the desire to create income outside the church through your own business or side hustle? 
And this could be a situation or a disappointment at church that created some discontent. Or maybe it's a frustration with your family's current financial situation. What about a realization that God's calling you to a different future, one where you'll use your talents and your skills in vocational ministry and in the marketplace? Or how about a belief that the traditional church funding model is becoming unsustainable for many churches and you want to prepare now for changes that will inevitably come to your church? Or maybe it's something else. Whatever it is, defining moments are powerful because they prompt change or action within us. But in and of themselves, defining moments can't guarantee our success that will make the change that's necessary. Unfortunately, they don't automatically sustain us and keep us moving forward toward the future we desire. Have you ever known anyone who went on a mission trip and they had this defining moment experience with God that promised to change their life forever? And then a few weeks or months later after the missions trip, nothing really seemed to change at all. Or what about a student who goes on a youth retreat and there's a, a call to ministry and they respond to that call and they believe that's what God's called them to do and their life is going to be changed. And then a few months later, ministry is the farthest thing from their mind. Or someone who responds to an altar call during one of your sermons, and they're ready to surrender their life to God's will. But then a few months later, they're back to kind of just living life like it was before. How does this happen where people can have such a defining moment experience where something clearly was communicated to them or an experience that they clearly had, where things were going to be different, and then things don't end up being different? Well, I think in each of these situations, we need to affirm that each person had an experience with God. They had a defining moment which led them to respond to something new that God wanted to birth within them. But the problem was they didn't harness the power of that defining moment into long-term change. So they got back home from the missions trip or the youth retreat or the church service. They allowed a little time to pass. And they didn't identify or take any next steps that could translate that moment into long-term change. And, and then not, and not, too, uh, not too long from that, the change they committed themselves to is no longer on their radar. But the good news is that defining moments can be sustained long-term and launch us forward toward our preferred future if we can harness their power. I've shared before that I've always dreamed of entrepreneurship, and I wrestled for a long time early in my ministry with the question of whether God had called me to be a pastor or an entrepreneur. I knew I'd been called to be a pastor, and that call had been affirmed many times over, leading to my ordination in 2005. But I also had a strong sense that I was called to be more than a pastor, because I always had these entrepreneurial interests and passions, and they just wouldn't go away. And I had a desire to provide more for my wife and five children, more than what my ministry salary could provide. And then one day, during a time of desperate prayer, over all this frustration and wrestling I've been dealing with, God settled the question for me once and for all. I felt him ask me, Rich, where did you get the idea that I'm asking you to choose one over the other? This was for me a defining moment. 
It was one where I had received a vision of what my life calling could look like as a pastor and an entrepreneur. But I discovered pretty quickly that doubts and fears can still creep up, even when you have a clear vision. And self-limiting beliefs can hold us back from pursuing the calling that God has for us. I'm so thankful that along the way I discovered some steps that helped me to harness the power of this defining moment experience and to help keep me moving forward toward long-term success. So here are five steps that I think can help you harness the power of your defining moment experience. Step number one, define your defining moment experience. Grab a journal or piece of paper or get your computer or tablet and just take some time to write out in vivid detail what that defining moment situation was. How did it make you feel? What was it like to be there in that moment? And, and what did you, what, how did you feel after it? Just take the time to just be vivid in your description of what it was like in that moment. Number two, what changes or actions do you think God wanted to prompt within you as a result of that experience? And why do you think God thought those were important for you? Number three, what feelings, emotions, or self-limiting beliefs could hold you back if you let them from achieving the change that you desire? It's easy for us to let things creep in if we start to, to feel like, mm, I'm not so sure about this after all, or ah, did God really say that to me, or could God really use me to do this or to accomplish this? We let those doubts creep into our minds, but if we can find a way to be aware of those and take action against those, that can help us in our long-term success. Number four, who or what could help you overcome the things that could hold you back? Are there some strategies or systems that you can put in place that can help you to keep moving forward toward this, this change that you feel God is calling you to and that you want to make in your life? Are there people like coaches or mentors or or friends or groups that can help you to overcome these things that could hold you back, just take a moment to write those down. And lastly, number five, what's the next step that you're reasonably sure God would want you to take right now? You know, sometimes we wait, we avoid taking a step because we're not 100% sure that's the right step to take. Well, I don't think we're ever going to be 100% sure about everything. But what are you reasonably sure about? And even if it's the wrong step, God can take it and use it to help you to, to find the right step and to move forward in the direction he wants you to go. So even don't worry about and don't be stuck and, 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 and stay stuck because you're concerned you're going to make a mistake. But just identify what's the next step you're reasonably sure you think you should take and, and go ahead and take that step right now. So those are five things that have been helpful for me in harnessing the power of defining moment experiences in my life. I'd love to know, what do you think about these things? And is there something else that you might add to this list? I'd love to get your feedback. You can share it in our More Than a Pastor community on Facebook. Just go to morethanapastor.com slash Facebook. If you haven't joined yet, you can join the group for free. And then share your feedback or ask your questions in there. I'd love to engage there with you. Or you can send me an email at rich at morethanapastor.com. Well, that's it for today's show. 
Before we go, would you do me a favor and hit like, share, or subscribe if you haven't already done so? Also, what topics would you like me to cover on a future episode? Please let me know. In the next episode, we're going to talk about how can pastors earn extra money with a podcast? I hope you'll join me for that. Until then, remember that you are more than a pastor. Saying yes to God's call doesn't mean you have to say yes to feeling stuck, broke, or unfulfilled in your life and ministry. Let's work together and help you create the life, impact, and income that you were made for.